This is the Becker's Healthcare Podcast, created by the team of Becker's Healthcare, a multimedia company devoted to the people who power U.S. healthcare. Four new 15-minute episodes are released daily, containing industry news, analysis, and thought leadership from powerful healthcare decision makers. Support our show by leaving it a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or other platforms you use. It's a chance to tell us what you like about the show and act on your feedback. Thanks for listening. Now here's the episode. This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Natalie Kennett, Chief Nursing Officer at Cottage Hospital. Natalie, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for having me, Laura. I'm excited to be here. Now, I know we've got a lot happening right now, and certainly, you know, um, I'm excited to hear more about what you're doing at Cottage Hospital. But before we dive into those questions, can you tell me a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. Uh, So I uh, have been a Chief Nursing Officer here at Cottage for about two years Um, before that, uh, I, you know, I started my career in cardiovascular nursing. I did med surge, progressive care, um, cardiovascular ICU. Um, I got my master's degree um, in nursing education because that's where I always thought I was going to go. I thought my direction was education. Um, and I did that for a while as a clinical nurse educator. Um, I got my clinical nurse leader certification uh, and did what we called at the time a clinical specialist. It was a similar to a clinical nurse specialist, but obviously without the the actual certification as a clinical nurse specialist. Um, And then, strangely enough, I realized that I actually was very interested in management and took a leap of faith uh, going from a large academic medical center into uh, the world of critical access uh, and became a director of critical care services where I covered um, an emergency department, an ICU, respiratory therapy, and did clinical leadership over an urgent care. And I absolutely fell in love with rural health and critical access and knew that I had found really my passion. And um, two years ago, uh, I found this position as a chief nursing officer and thought, well, gosh, maybe I'll just give that a try. And here I am loving it. And like I said, the rural and critical access is really my passion and and growing strong teams in smaller organizations. Well, that's amazing to hear. And certainly, you know, a, a lot of uh, need in that space. And so I'm excited, um, you know, that you mentioned just having, like you said, critical care and, and that being part of your background. And then too, you know, growing into the leadership role. Um, what was it like the moment when you realized, hey, you know, I think I want to be an administrative leader. I want to get into this track where I can influence nursing from a higher level. Um, what kind of gave you that realization and how did you change course from there? It really happened kind of over time. So I started, you know, I, I still have this passion for education and teaching and, and the learning process, but I realized that within me, a part of what I felt like I was struggling with is that I wanted to be really part of the decision-making team. And I really wanted to have a little bit more authority than I did in those roles. I felt like I was in those roles being a great assistant and being a great aside and giving opinion and thought and, and those pieces. But I really wanted to have that authority to say, you know, this is where the direction I see. And I have a vision here. I want to make this become a reality. I think this is where this unit should move. And as I started to come to that realization that I was, I was personally struggling with that. I went, well, maybe I'll give, I'll give that a try, that management kind of style a try and, and, Maybe I really have had this passion for it my, all along, and I'm just realizing it now. 
That's amazing to hear. And um, definitely, you know, so inspirational. I can imagine many others listening have had a similar um, evolution in how they're seeing or maybe they're going through it right now and how they're thinking about what they want to do to build their career. Now, when you look at um, Cottage Hospital, what is your strategy for growth in the next year or two? I think I kind of have two or I have two paths that I'm taking as far as growth goes. I think there's the internal growth for me that I am taking, which then leads to the growth for Cottage Hospital and my team in particular. So personally, I am actually going back to school to get my DNP. And I think that will help me grow as a leader here, developing some of that leadership skills and focusing my attention in um, that, that direction as well as helping to grow my team. So building their resilience, building strategies to develop um, in healthcare and the healthcare industry and growing stronger for them. I have a very young team or new team into leadership who are very passionate and I want to help them grow their skills and, and be a leader, a leader of leaders. <laughs> I love that. I, I think, you know, the concept of being a leader of leaders and, and just really knowing how to grow a team around you is so important and so critical for any organization as they're trying to grow and develop. You know, when you go into that process and are working with um, emerging leaders or, or people who want to be in a space where they can take on a little bit more responsibility, not only for um, the care that's being provided, but for helping mentor and grow up other um, folks around them. How do you help them kind of make that mindset shift? And so they're really in a place where um, they can take ownership of those processes and projects, but then, you know, be an effective leader of other people too. I, I love, this is one of my favorite parts of, of developing leaders that I, have have learned that that's something that I get to do and it makes me so excited and it kind of piques my education piece of of that passion that I have. Growing leaders is being for me my my process is giving them the autonomy to make decisions and also make mistakes. I want them to find what they're passionate about and say I'm passionate about whatever it is, whatever project they want to do. I'm passionate about age-friendly care. I want to do something with this. And then giving them the tools to be successful, but really letting them lead the charge and grow and, and stumble along the way. Because we, I think, learn from mistakes just as much as we learn from our successes. We probably learn more from them to be able to say, okay, that I took a misstep. That didn't work really well. And it's okay for them to do that. I, that's great for them to do that but I'm going to be there to help them so that they don't stumble too much or so that we can learn together because I don't know everything either. I'm going to learn from them just as much as they're going to learn from me. And then continuing to build that mindset because it is a shift when you go into leadership to adjust, especially in healthcare, we often take the person who is really great clinically and say, you know, you'd make a great leader, but it takes that shift from saying I was a really good bedside nurse. I was really great at this but now I have to lead the team and my focus changes. My patients aren't the patients anymore. Ultimately that is the end result, but my, my focus is my people now. My focus is my staff, my team. How do I give them what they need so they can do a good job of taking care of the patients? And it's shifting that focus from, I have to take care of the patients to, I have to take care of my team. And how do I do that? And what does that mean for me as a leader? And what is my style? And then how do I implement that style? I love it. Thank you so much for digging one bit.
deeper there. Now, I was wondering if you could tell us about the most exciting and impactful initiative or project that you're working on right now. I have to say right now, it might not sound, you know, I, I, I listen to so many podcasts and I hear of all these amazing ideas that people are coming up with. And for me, I just keep looking at everything we went through over the past few years in healthcare with the pandemic and staffing crisis and everything like that. And I, and we've gone in this direction of what I keep thinking of as survival mode. We had to do everything just to get through. We had to do this just to get to that next moment. We had to get through just to this. You know, we had to have enough PPE just to get to the end of the week. We had to have enough staff just to get through this shift. And my most exciting thing I feel that I'm, ex- I'm excited about is refocusing our attention away from survival mode and into that passion again of we're not just surviving, we want to thrive. And what do we do to thrive? And how do we find, like, how do we find the why? Why did I get into healthcare? Why do I want to be a leader? Why do I want to provide the best patient care? What is my driver? And then how are we going to reinstill that in people? Because I feel that over the last few years, it's just been, like I said, survival mode. People didn't focus on that, that passion piece. It was, I have to make it through. I have to make sure the schedule is done. I have to make sure I have staff. I make, have to make sure I have supplies. And I want to reinvigorate that passion and that drive to say, I'm so excited about this project. I'm going to grow. I'm going to do this. So that's really my, my initiative for the next couple of years is reinstilling that. I love that so much. Thank you for, for sharing that. And certainly I can imagine that many are relating to, as you're talking about, you know, going from the pandemic challenges and then coming back into a space where, you know, really finding the joy and like you said, passion for um, the such important work that you do is so critical. Now, before we wrap up our conversation, I was wondering if you could talk about what is the most important thing that healthcare executives should do right now to make sure that their organizations are successful in the future? For all of us as healthcare executives, it's important for us to focus on culture. With everything that is, you know, continuing to go on, because the past few years, pandemic didn't just end and everything went back to the way it, quote, unquote, used to be. It's, we still have staffing crises and we're still trying to define a new norm and healthcare is ever changing. The biggest thing that organizations can do is focus on culture. If you have a good, stable culture, you're going to attract employees. You're going to give people that sense of autonomy to make decisions and take risks and think creatively. And having focusing as a healthcare executive on that and walking the walk and talking the talk and showing that this is the culture, we live it, we breathe it, we're doing it. And imbuing that into your team so that they're doing the same thing is only going to build a stronger organization for us. I love that. Natalie, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been such a fun and interesting conversation, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you so much for having me. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there.